Welcome to Puritans Read, where we read aloud great Puritan works, authors, and biographies. Today, episode 19 of The Christian's Daily Walk by Henry Scudder. Chapter 6 Directions How to End the Day with God When you have walked with God from morning until night, whether on a common day, a day of fasting, or on the Lord's day, according to the former directions, it remains that you conclude the day well when you would give yourself to rest at night. Wherefore, first, look back and take a strict view of your whole carriage that day past. Reform what you find amiss and rejoice or be grieved as you find you have done well or ill, as you have advanced or declined in grace that day. Secondly, since you cannot sleep in safety if God, who is your keeper, Psalm 71, 4 and 5, do not wake and watch for you, Psalm 77, 1, and though you have God to watch when you sleep, You cannot be safe if he that watches be your enemy. Wherefore, it is very convenient that at night you not only conclude the day with your family by reading some scripture and by prayer, but you must alone renew and confirm your peace with God by faith and prayer, and with like preparations thereto. As you received directions for the morning, commending, and committing yourself to God's tuition by prayer, Psalm 3, 4, and 5. 42, 2. With thanksgiving before you go to bed, then shall you lie down in safety, Psalm 4, verse 8. All this being done, yet while you are putting off your apparel, when you are lying down, When you are in bed before you sleep, it is good that you commune with your own heart. Psalm 4, 4. If other good and fit meditations offer not themselves, some of these will be seasonable. Number one, when you see yourself without your apparel, consider what you were at your birth and what you shall be at your death when you put off this earthly tabernacle, if not in the meantime, as concerning your outward estates, how that you brought nothing into this world, nor shall carry anything out, 1 Timothy 6, 7. Naked you came from your mother's womb, and naked shall you return, Job 1, 21. This will be an excellent means to give you sweet content in anything you have. 1 Timothy 6, 8, though never so little, and in the loss of what you have had. Job 1, 21, though never so much. Number two, when you lie down. You may think of lying down in your winding sheet and in your grave. 
for besides that sleep, 1 Corinthians 11.30, and the bed do aptly resemble death and the grave, Isaiah 57.2. Who knoweth when he sleeps that ever he shall awake again to this life? Number three, you may think thus also. If the sun must not go down upon my wrath, Ephesians 4.26, lest it become hatred, and so worse, ere morning, then it is not safe for me to lie down in the allowance of any sin, lest I sleep not only the sleep of natural death, Psalm 8.3, but of that death which is eternal. For who knows? What a night will bring forth. Now, it is a high point of holy wisdom, Deuteronomy 32, 29, upon all opportunities to think of and to prepare for your latter end. Number four, consider likewise that if you walk with God in uprightness, your death unto you is but to fall into a sweet sleep, and entering into rest, a resting on your bed for a night, Isaiah 57, 2, until the glorious morning of your happy resurrection. Number five, lastly, if you possibly can, fall asleep with some heavenly meditation. Then will your sleep be more sweet, Proverbs 3. 21 through 25, and more secure. Proverbs 6, 21 and 22. Your dreams fewer or more comfortable. Your head will be fuller of good thoughts. Proverbs 6, 22. And your heart will be in a better frame when you awake, whether in the night or in the morning. Thirdly, being thus prepared to sleep, you should sleep only so much as the present state of your body requires. You must not be like the sluggard to love sleep, Proverbs twenty thirteen. Neither must you sleep too much, for if you do that, which being taken in its due measure is a restorer of vigor and strength to your body and a quickener of the spirits, will make the spirits dull the brain sottish, and the whole body inactive and unhealthy. And that which God has ordained for a furtherance through your sin shall become an enemy to your bodily and spiritual welfare. Proverbs 6, 6 to 11. Thus much of walking with God in all things at all times. Chapter 7. How to Walk with God Alone. Section 1. There is no time wherein you will not be either alone or in company, in either of which you must walk in all well-pleasing, as in the sight of God. Rules Concerning Solitude. Number 1. Concerning Being Alone. First, Affect not too much solitude, 
Be not alone except you have just cause. Namely, when you separate yourself for holy duties and when your needful occasions do withdraw you from society. For in other cases, two are better than one, saith Solomon, and woe be to him that is alone. Ecclesiastes 4, 9 and 10. Two, when you are alone, you must be very watchful and stand upon your guard, lest you fall into manifold temptations of the devil. Four, solitariness is Satan's opportunity. Genesis 3, 1, 39, 11, 2 Samuel eleven two, Matthew 4, 1, which he will not lose as the manifold examples in Scripture and our daily experience do witness. Wherefore, you must have a ready eye to observe and a heart ready bent to resist all his assaults. And it will now the more concern you to keep close to God and not lose his company that through the weapons of your Christian warfare, you may, by the power of God's might, quit yourself and stand fast. Ephesians 6, 10, etc. Number three, take special heed, lest when you be alone, you yourself conceive, devise, or indulge any evil to which your nature is then most prone. And beware, in particular, lest you commit alone by yourself contemplative wickedness. Micah 2, 1, Psalm 36, 4, Matthew 5, 28, which is, when by feeding your fancy and pleasing yourself in covetous, lustful, revengeful, ambitious, or other wicked thoughts, you act that in your mind and fancy, which either for fear or shame you dare not, or for want of opportunity or means you cannot act otherwise. Number four, when you are alone, be sure that you are well and fully exercised about something that is good, either in the works of your calling, or in reading, or in holy meditation, or prayer. For whensoever Satan does find you idle and out of employment in some or other of those works which God has appointed, he will take that as an opportunity to use you for himself and to employ you in some of his works. Matthew 7, 44. But if you keep always in your place and to some or other good work of your place, you are under God's special protection as the bird in the law was while she sat upon her eggs or young ones, keeping her own nest in which case no man might hurt her. Deuteronomy 22, 6.
I've already showed you how you should behave yourself as in God's sight, both in prayer and in the works of your calling. I will say something for your direction concerning reading and meditation. This concludes episode 19 of Henry Scudder's The Christian's Daily Walk.